week on People with Passion for Pets, we talk to Christian Stoyneff. Born into the circus life, Christian uses his love for pets to entertain his audience with his famous canine acrobat sidekick, Scooby. Hi, Christian. Christian. Hi, how are you guys? (laughs) Thanks for having me. Good. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Welcome to People with Passion for Pets. Yes. Love, love the name because it rings true. So I'd love to be here. Thank you. Yes, you definitely fit the profile of the type of person we like to have on the show. Uh, Christian, you have an acrobatic act that you've been performing and you can have a sidekick that is actually a canine, a little chihuahua. Yeah. And his uh, stage name is Scooby. So it's the Christian and Scooby show. And many of our viewers and listeners probably already know you from you've been performing on TV. You've been in many, many NBA halftime shows. Um, You were on America Got Talent as a finalist and you were actually a winner at the Germany Got Talent show. So you you've been on TV and all around, but we're so glad to have you. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Yep. Been doing this for a while now and definitely, you know, the, the Scooby is the star of the show. Um, the, the main guy that I work with now is Percy. So Percy is the superstar. I, I feel comfortable saying his name. Like you said, his stage name is Scooby. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, right now it's Percy and Milo is the young one that's learning. And so, yeah, we've been traveling and currently in the middle of basketball season traveling. So, busy time for us and it's awesome it's awesome to get to travel with your pet everywhere and see thousands of people like seeing what they can do and you know seeing them have fun out there and that's got to be an amazing thing anyway just doing a halftime show you know the energy has just got to be unbelievable I mean you've done it so many times it's probably you know water off a duck's back I don't know but (laughs) we look at it like that's incredible you know for someone like me that grew up loving sports especially basketball it it's still, even though I've done, you know, probably hundreds at this point of halftime shows, it's just one of those things that I don't really ever want to allow myself to take for granted because, you know, I'd be probably paying to be here to watch half of these games, you know, and instead this is our job and we get to be there and probably, I mean, I can't say for everyone, but most halftime acts probably perform and then, and then leave because their job is finished. But I'm always the one that's like, can I sit in that empty seat and watch the rest of the game? So that is awesome. Like, I love to take it all in. I love the game and you know, just sports in general. Yeah. It just, it just falls right into place. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have to ask, when did you get started? You've been doing this since you were a wee little man. Huh? Yeah. So I grew up into a circus family. My dad's European. Uh, my mom is Mexican. And so they actually met performing in the circus and then I grew up being a circus kid so I was performing already at the age of five not doing handstands I was doing like other stuff um and then I started doing handstands when I was like 10 and then the act with Scooby the original Scooby started when I was about 13 we got Scooby as a pet um to have at home and just by teaching him little little tricks like to sit and roll over and whatever little one thing led to another with me already practicing handstands it kind of became this, you know, act that is continuously evolving still. And so, yeah, I started performing the act Christian and Scooby when I was 13. Then I went to college, actually, when I was 17. Uh, Once I graduated college, then that's when we did America's Got Talent. 
Um, and that really kind of boosted us and our name and started giving us more and more opportunities. And, and yeah, now, you know, next thing you know, it's almost 10 years later and we're still going and working the whole halftime circuit. And on top of that, we are here in Vegas. This is home. And we perform here at a residency show at one of the casinos on the strip. So um, yeah, so it's, it's good. It's kind of unbelievable that we've made this, you know, like routine with your chihuahua turn into a profession. And it sounds like a joke when people are like, what do you do for a living? And, or like an Uber driver will ask me and I'm just like, I do handstands with a chihuahua. And it sounds like a joke. It might be a joke to some people, but Hey, it's, it's pretty crazy. Sometimes you probably think you work for the Chihuahua, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Especially with the attention that the Chihuahua gets. So it just feels like I'm the assistant sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or even traveling. Like you guys know when you travel with a pet, like, it's just like, you know, you got to look out for them. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's our job. That's exactly right. That's too cool. So when you were, uh, when you started at 13, who started the dog thing? Was that your idea? Was it parents' idea? Was it? If anything, I'd lean more towards parents. Um, but it was my idea to get a pet. Like I just wanted a pet. So we got a pet, we got a small dog because easier to travel with and we were, so, you know, just, um, and then Scooby used to do this thing where he'd sit and move his paws up and down when he wanted like treats and stuff. And so I was like laying on the floor, probably watching TV and he was sitting on my back and my dad was eating dinner. So he started doing this to try to get food for my dad. And there's a trick that I had already been practicing, which is now the trick that I do where I'm like horizontal. So since I was already kind of laying horizontal and he was doing that, we were like, Oh, tomorrow when you go practice, let's try it, put him up there and see if he does it. That's great. And so that's kind of how like the idea got sparked. And then, so from there, it was just like, all right, what else can we try? And then it just became what it, what it has. And, you know, throughout the years, like when I left for college, like I didn't do with them half the stuff that we do now, because, you know, then from Scooby, I went to Percy and, you know, Percy does a trick where he like walks on the basketball and then transfers over to the mm-hmm. other basketball. Scooby yeah. never, never did any of those. So, and then with Milo, you know, Milo does the little slam dunk trick where he like dunks <laughs> yeah. the little ball in the hoop. And, you know, Percy doesn't do that trick. So mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. like as the progression has gone on, the act has progressed and they've all kind of, you know, like Milo out of all of them is the one that knows the most tricks because his like predecessors have like, you know, done like, let's say, let's just say like 10 tricks and then Percy made it become 15 tricks. And now Milo's like 20 tricks, you know, so like it's pretty incredible. And so, and, and so I'm interested. So obviously, um, you know, Percy now being older at some point, he has to retire because, you know, it's, it's physically very demanding what you yeah. do. Um, so it's neat to have you see, or to see that you are bringing in a younger dog while you still have the other. It's one thing, you know, with dog trainers, and we always talk to people about bringing the young dog when you still have a senior dog. Yeah. Because they learn from <laughs> each other, right. And you can, mm-hmm. they kind of give each other, uh, little bit of comfort as well and and so that's yeah. kind of neat to yeah how old I, is uh, milo now milo will be three in about a week oh, yeah. okay so he's already done a couple shows like here in a residency show where there's not that many people in the, you know like the theater is obviously not the size of like an nba arena so we've been able to put him in a couple shows here and it is more intense though here because everyone's closer whereas at a basketball arena like we're you know he everyone's kind of far away right um so there's a there, he's done 
some stuff at basketball games, but the most important thing, which is to what you're talking about is like the comfort part. You know, it's like he's learned to travel in kind of, you know, being the carrier when we're traveling and those things, I think that he's learned a lot from Percy or mm-hmm. when we are at these games, even if he's not performing Milo, like we still have him with us. He's there with Percy, you know, and he sees like Percy's just asleep because he's so used to being around all the crowd and everything. And Milo's still super curious and like looking around. And so it's just getting him used to being around the noise and the applause <clears throat> and the cheering and all those kind of things. You know, people just think of the tricks, but to be honest, in my opinion, teaching them the tricks have been probably one of the easiest things. Hey guys, just real quick. If you enjoy our content, please give us a thumbs up and share it with your friends and family. And please subscribe to our podcast. Okay, let's get back to the interview. This it sounds funny, but like even when I go to work here and I carry like Percy and his like, you know, the carrier bag is like, it's open, but I just carry him in it. So he just sits and looks around. But like Milo is a little heftier than Percy. So like it's a little extra weight to take both of them. (laughs) But like, you know, I'll take both of them in the bag and I take them every day. And I don't have to because like Milo, you know, most of the days Milo's not performing. It's Percy performing. But I'll still take them. Even on the days when I'm tired, I'm like, oh, I have to take both of them. (laughs) Like I still take them. So it's like the little stuff like that, that it's like that goes a long way to make a difference. You know, and that's that's so true. But, you know, it's that energy thing is that's what we teach is you had to go to the same thing and you might not think about it because it's just you. But when you started performing, you had people looking at you. And I don't know if it gets to a point where dogs don't get that, but humans get it where you've got 20, 30 thousands of people staring at you. And if you miss a handstand or your one of your blocks doesn't come off like it's supposed to or something, you know. Dogs don't have that, but they feel that energy, that noise, that rumble, that you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. And that's what you're getting them used to. It's like every right. day me, dad get together and we feel that rumble, but it's okay. You know, exactly. That's where a hundred percent, because that's why like with Milo, that is the biggest challenge. He is such a lovable, like pup, like Percy's to the point where he's like the diva, you know, like he's a total diva <laughs> in the act. <laughs> Like I ain't honestly, like people come to try to pet him and he'll growl. He's in his bag and he'll growl. He'll be like, <laughs> He's like, sorry, upper yeah, Rossi, awesome. go away. <laughs> yeah, where Milo is like almost falling out of the bag because he wants to go see the people. He's super lovable. So the hardest challenge with Milo has been for him to get used to, like almost like blocking out the people. Percy, for example, like when he's sitting on my feet and I'm doing a handstand. He's just looking into space. Like he doesn't care who's around. It's just routine, you know, whereas Milo's like hunched over and looking at everyone. Even when I do like when he do, when he does the trick to go from one ball to the other, you know, Milo will like get to the other ball and then he'll like get distracted and start staring at someone. And then the ball will roll away the other way and he's still on it, but he's like not realizing that he's like, and then I got to be like, oh, the ball. And then he's like, oh yeah. And then he starts like going back to it. And then same thing, like he'll look the other way and be like, oh, there's other people there. And then like, like so those are the little things that the experience will get him. Now, how did you, um, how did you choose a dog for this, this type of uh, life? 
uh, you know, one of the things we always talk about, you know, it's very important that you find the right dog for your lifestyle. That's obviously very, very important for what you do. So how did you, how did you uh, select Milo or, or Percy to replace Scooby? Well, uh, to be honest, you know, and I, me and my fiance, we don't have kids yet, but we've heard this from parents that they've been like, you don't adjust your life to the kid and this sounds bad but i don't i mean i'm not a parent yet but they're like you get your kid to adjust to your lifestyle so they're like you know whether it's sleeping and those things like obviously not when they're an infant but like when they're like a little older you know and if they need to stay asleep you're like you stay asleep till eight or whatever there is no secret like milo i got off of craigslist like literally i just was like oh i wonder if there's chihuahuas and they were like oh chihuahua for sale i was like i was like oh let me look at him and then he was like, I pulled up to a gas station and the lady like brought him and I was like, he's so cute. And I was like, all right, you know, so it's a little bit of like luck, I guess. But also, like I said, I mean, he must have been like four months, no, maybe older, but six months. And he already was on a, on an airplane with me. So it's become, it just kind of becomes their life, you know, so yeah. So you obviously, I mean, and you are a good trainer, obviously, because you have done this your entire life. You've uh, taught um, generations of dog to have this uh, show with you. But as you were saying, as, and as we know, as you start to travel and then you just expect that they're going to be there with you and they're going to behave, then, you know, they're going to just fall into place and, and just love the life that you have, because that's, that's <clears throat> what dogs do, right? Mm-hmm. They're super, I mean, they're super like people pleasers and ever since we got him, you know, he's seen Percy and we've been traveling. And so he's used to it, you know, like he knows like now when it's around six o'clock and, you know, I take them out, they run back and they run right into their bag. Like they know what's going on. You know, they're super smart and Milo will jump in there too. Even at times where Milo's not going, he'll jump in the bag. And I'm like, bro, not, not on this one, you know, like, so it's, it's pretty like, you know, I think it's just become what's normal to them. everything always looks so perfect when you're performing and obviously there is a lot of work that goes into that but um tell us a little bit about I I heard that there was like maybe a little accident at one point yeah so there was a poop (laughs) accident (laughs) oh do tell it wasn't me wasn't it wasn't me (laughs) um just to clear that up um but um no um yeah, we did a game and I, like, I just told the story earlier, actually, but I remember specifically it was like seven degrees. We were in the middle of like Wisconsin. It was really cold. And I took Percy outside and he jumped out of the little bag and he felt the cold and he jumped right back in the bag. He was like, nope. So we we're like, all right. And then sure enough, during the game and during the performance, he he had to go. And sometimes I guess when you got to go, you got to go. And it was super embarrassing. Um and I just kind of like went with it and I was like I don't know what I'm supposed to do like obviously it's not a normal thing it has like you know I don't know how many shows we've done but you know that hadn't happened so I was like uh but then we just kind of kept going it smelled really bad on the court but we finished what we were brought in to do I guess and that was that but it was yeah it was very embarrassing so no Nothing. no poop bags <laughs> no poop bags around that right like who yeah, do you no call for this one and, yeah I I mean I didn't know what to do I, I they asked me earlier too they were like what was your reaction and honestly I don't know I, I can't yeah, remember yeah, I yeah. feel like that was the most like uncomfortable I've been on a stage <laughs> so I was kind of like 
But I yeah. tell you though, I bet people are laughing. Like I bet they were laughing, having a great time. You know? People were people were laughing, but I mean the team wasn't really laughing. I know that they didn't really like that. But well, of I course mean, not. But, yeah, there's not much I can do. But yeah, it <laughs> happens. I mean, they go it out happens, there. Yeah. Up. Yeah. So I mean, know. it is what it is. But yeah, it was not a highlight for sure. Not a good one. But I <laughs> it mean, happens. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? It's one of those things. Where I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like, whatever. Exactly. He did it. Like, he did all his tricks. Like, I'm like, you did great. Like, he's to go. <laughs> I he's feel like, better now. I can roll yeah. now. <laughs> so that was truly the only time that ever happened. And that's a. I mean, that's a pretty good score record if you think about it. With all of the um, hundreds of shows you've probably done. Yeah. It. It really is, uh, you know, yeah, it's been pretty good. That and between another embarrassing one was once I ripped my jeans right in the middle, right on the first trick, too. So I knew they were ripped the whole time. So <laughs> that was pretty embarrassing, too. But again, nothing I could do. I just had to keep smiling with my pants ripped and it was all right. Yeah, people are 30 yards, 40 yards away. They can't see nothing. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty cool. When you first start teaching the new one, whichever mm-hmm. one you got, and you get a new one, when you first take them out, I mean, you do a lot of training, I'm guessing, at home or a local court or something like that. Yeah. And then you know, you got to be nervous when the first time you take your new little guy out and go, okay, let's do this, you know? Yeah. Oh, 100%. To be honest with Milo, I still get nervous. I'm so used to Percy. Percy, we can show up anywhere. Like, he doesn't need to test the floor out, anything. And he's going to do it perfect. Uh, or I could switch up what we're doing halfway through on him and he'll adapt right away and know wow. where we're at. He's like super, just a tr- like a true pro. It's crazy. But, when you know, with Milo, like I said, whether it's him being distracted or, you know, we, we've probably done about 15 shows with him at the theater that, that we're at here. And, you know, the first couple... <laughs> I could tell he was he was a little like shy and looking around um, by now, you know, like oh, when he comes out of his little box and runs to me, it would be really slow. And he'd be looking at everyone like, who are all these people that are right close to me by now? You know, that's gone. Now he's like running quickly to me. You know, the, the trick where he like walks between my feet, it used yeah. to be really slow, like the first three shows, because he'd be like looking at everyone. And so but, you know, like by now that that trick has moved on he doesn't does it perfect quick and everything um you know just nerve oh here he comes he wants to make a guest appearance that's awesome he's like oh i'm saying something <clears throat> am i working where am i supposed to do here <laughs> interview me <laughs> well, very um, so cute. yeah this is my so um you know so there's a lot of factors and a lot of things like like I said, obviously the tricks like we're comfortable with, we've done them hundreds of times already with him. And, you know, it's a progression. I remember like when he was maybe like eight months old and he did like little tricks. I had like a little thing to do, like uh, by one of the casinos, it was like a little event. So I took him, it was supposed to be just me by myself. And I was like, can I bring the little guy and have him do a couple of tricks just to get him like, get the, literally the ball rolling, you know, and get him started. And, you know, another thing, and just being super honest out there is you work with an animal. So you're always going to be conscious of like people that are just like going to assume the worst and have their, you know, bad opinions and think that you don't treat them right. And that's just a reality. And if I can be the example of how like you can work with an animal and have them do tricks and have them be your partners on a stage or on a basketball court or wherever, 
by you know by by love and treats and doing everything like as best as you can with them like then I'll be that example you know because the reality is there are a lot of bad trainers out there and there are a lot of people that mistreat their pets at home and don't treat their pets right and so that's a real real issue and a real thing out there and so that doesn't apply to everyone and this is the perfect example and so you know that is something too like I said you know the first couple shows if he's nervous you know it sucks and it's a little uncomfortable for me too sometimes because I'm like we have to go through these couple shows for him to you know lose that nervousness but even sometimes like in our kitchen when he first walked in our kitchen, he was nervous because the flooring is tile and he was used to carpet. And so it's the same thing. It's just that obviously when someone sees it on a stage, they're going to assume the worst, you know? And so it's, it's understandable, but like I said, I don't mind talking about it. And I think it's one of the things that people realize when they see us performing, like with Percy, obviously they can see the joy that he has doing it and that bond and that connection and, you know, so it all takes time. And I know my is like on his way and he's already loosened up so much. And there's only, he's only going to get more and more comfortable. And then obviously once he realizes all the attention he gets from it, he's going to turn like Percy and just love it and be all for it. So, yeah. You know, and that, that says, that speaks a lot to you too, because to do, to do uncomfortable things with a dog and and know that it you know we get the same thing you know the type of training we might do or something like that and you do have to step back and go you look at it and say the dog is happy the dogs enjoy it i know that here yeah and the people outside don't get it and it's kind of like what politics and religion you're not trying to convince anybody or you're just you're just saying this is the way i it is you know yeah. you can believe it or not believe it and this is the way it is it's okay you know yeah, because sometimes, you know, it could like, you know, even a simple thing of him jumping through the hoop, mm-hmm. you know, you never know. Maybe there's like something on the floor and he lands on it. And let's say like it hasn't happened, but and he squeals from it, you know, like that's the worst thing. And everyone's going to assume the worst thing. And it's like, but like you just said, as long as you know, you you're treating them right. And this is like, you know, yeah. like they live like a really good life. Like everyone's like, they're so spoiled and all this stuff. And they are. And like, how can you not like, I mean, yeah. you know, like, look at them. And you like, can they're see, just so lovable. Like, yeah. And yeah. you can see how comfortable he is. I mean, you're holding him and he's like, his eyes are almost closed and he's, yeah, he's falling asleep. <laughs> he's so cute. You know, and there are, you know, just, there are, you, you really think about the other animals that are in pounds and shelters like that. Which one would you rather have? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it goes yeah. further and, you know, even like you have the best care for them, their best food for them, you know, and all these kind of things are medically, like if there's anything you see, they're being a little weird. They're like, let's take them to the vet to make sure they're good. You know, so all those kind of things. So, but like I said, it's not, it's not denying the reality that bad things happen. It's just Mm -hmm. like explaining why that doesn't happen here. And there's an example of why we are also against the bad things that happen because we know that you can make, magic happen with your pups by doing it the right way and so 
you know that's a great that was a nice statement i love that mm-hmm. yeah so you obviously uh travel a lot with your dogs because your mm-hmm. show goes all over the world um obviously we mentioned earlier you went to germany any other countries that have, you've been to with the pups yeah we i mean i feel like they've traveled more than a lot of people that live here to be honest they just he just came back from france with percy we just went to france like a couple weeks ago um nice. they've been to italy together a couple months ago or like a year ago percy's been to germany he he didn't go to germany yet. Uh, yeah no he didn't because we got him that year um but yeah i mean percy's traveled a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> now so, obviously was- being that they're small dogs it's easier for you because you know one of the challenges with traveling with larger dogs is that they're not allowed in the cabin with you i'm assuming mm-hmm. that these guys still going to be in a pet carrier and you're going to have them in the in the cabin with you when you fly any um any stories about uh crossing borders Um, or anything like that no to be honest always been smooth it's always been smooth I feel like I can't think of even an accident like like a bathroom accident or anything like (laughs) nowadays airports are pretty good with with having like pet relief areas I was always worried with him about that because in the beginning stages I was like he's not gonna know but by now at every pet relief area he's like picking it up you know so they do. um especially the long flight like when we went to italy he hadn't been on such a long flight before but he did great and um they kind of both just go to sleep like i do i I knock out on flights too so <laughs> um no yeah and like you said they're in their pet carrier right with us like and when they have like in england you can't fly with the dog in the in the cabin at all so even then we were pretty much like, all right, well, we can't work there because like we, we're not going to put them in the cargo. But then we ended up flying to France with for, so that they could be with me on the cabin. And then we rented a car and drove and drove across. There. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Know. Yeah. See, and that that's wonderful. And again, that just speaks to how great of a passionate person for pets you are that you would actually say, hey, if I can't get my dog there, then I'm not going to perform yeah. there. So Sometimes that, I feel like really it's good. cold by my feet already. I couldn't imagine in the cargo. They're probably going to be freezing in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Especially little guys like that that need blankets. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing is he's the more thick, thicker one than Percy, really? but he's the one that sleeps under the covers and Percy's over the covers. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, we get a Jack Russell that has to have a blanket all the time under the blanket. In air, uh, even in Arizona, like it's ninety or hundred uh, degrees outside, yeah. she's still got to be under a blankie. She's like me. <laughs> it's under ninety. It's cold. <laughs> <clears throat> That's very cool. Very cool. So, um, Christian, share with our audience where they can find you if they want to follow you, connect with you. Um, yeah, if they obviously just search for any of our social media, Christian and Scooby. Um, if you search, it'll come up. Um, our last name's a little difficult, but our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is C-A-S-T-O-I-N-E-V. Um, and you can find us all on, on most of the social media platforms. Uh, I'm starting to feel a little too old to be on the TikTok stuff that I know kids do now. I'm like, that's for the next generation. I'm almost 30. I'm like, I'll, everyone's like, you should do it. You should do it. But I'm just too lazy. I'm like, I barely remember to post on Instagram and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I do post quite a bit, but I'm saying like, I have to make an effort to do it. So I'm yeah. like, if I have to make an effort to be on TikTok. Or not, so yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I know. Yeah. yeah. So obviously we're going to share all the uh, links in our description below the video and on the podcast. Uh, so people can click on those links and find you. Uh, now you mentioned the, um, the show that you're doing in Vegas. Can you share the casino where you at? 
Yeah, it's at the, we're at the Venetian here on the Las okay. Vegas Strip, and the show is called Atomic Saloon Show. Okay. Um, and yeah, we work there five nights a week. Um, so that's where Milo's been making his debut. Um, so he's been able to get some shows in there and give Percy some days off since we've been busy with like half times and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, it's been good that we've been able to kind of start the, the rotation. That way, too, like, Percy yeah. can do it longer, and hopefully, and then they can just share the stage together. We'll so I, I do have a question about the training part, though. Uh, <clears throat> so when you come up with something, you come up with the idea, let's put him on my back, or let's walk between legs and stuff like that. How do you how do you go about the training? Do you I, have people help you? Come on, Heidi. Or do you mm-hmm. have people help you? You just do it yourself? No, usually someone helps because, like, when he's on my feet, obviously, like, you know, he needs to learn, like, to sit and which way to face and all those little things. So with Milo, my fiance was the one helping me with him. Um, Before Milo, my brother helped me a lot with him, with Percy. Um, And so it, you know, and then with Scooby, obviously, it was my parents. So, um, yeah, usually you have always someone And, you know, like the handstand trick, at first it's a headstand trick, so it's not as high, you know, so that first they know the pattern and they know which way to face and everything, going up and going down, and so that they can get used to everything. And then once it feels comfortable, then it's like, all right, let's go to the handstand. And even for me, you know, I think Milo's like two pounds heavier than Percy, so people are like, oh, two pounds isn't much. But when you're balancing, like, and you're doing handstands, you feel the two pounds. So... It, it did make a difference for me too. By now I've gotten used to it and I know how to like, I don't even think about it now, but I know how to like, which angles for me work with him and which with Percy, but they are different. Like you definitely, it, two pounds feels like 10 pounds probably. I Yeah. I, I noticed when, when you, when you do that, I mean, I see the sweat. I can't even, I don't think people really understand how hard that is. Yeah. I mean, I try to do a handstand. I'm going to break something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is not easy. That's true it's like a step-by-step thing, you know? So like, let's say with the basketball, you know, at first, maybe it's just the fact that he got on it. It's like, good job, you know, things like that or whatever. And then you go from there, you know, or uh, it doesn't, it's never like the finished trick from the beginning, you know? So like from the beginning, it's just like step one and it's, everything's a progression. Um, And then the same, you want to go ahead. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, step one, get it get it good like where you got it great all right we'll move on to step one plus two and it's kind of like that so and if they don't get it right away like with percy you know when i got the idea for the dunk i got it i got it from milo essentially because he loves to play fetch and i bought him like a whole bunch of plush like sports balls it was like basketball baseball and a football and when he was playing fetch i was like man he really loves this ball what can i do with this ball and i was like oh maybe the dunk trick and at the time he was super young and Percy was like seven. So I was like, all right, I'm going to teach Percy in the first two practices, I guess. And a practice, I mean like sit downs with him. Like he didn't really even want to bite the ball. You know, like if I would put it in his mouth and be like, good job. And then try to give him a treat. He like, just didn't even want to. So then I was like, all right, like, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to mess with you. Like you got your routine. Like you don't want to do this trick. Totally cool. And then Milo, I don't even have to like, I feel like I didn't even have to give him a treat because he would just, he takes the ball from me. Like, he's just like, he wants to play. So with him, it was like step one with him was, he already made step one, you know, like, so it was just like, all right. So with him, I just have to teach him like the next part of this trick and he was all for it. So 
Yeah, that's that's very cool. It's very cool, especially when they're especially when they're into the training or when they're in that. And that's the whole part about the the routine is it's you and it's you and your dogs. It's right. it's you know you are a team. It's not you know it's 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 very yeah. cool. And, and you want, I mean, for me, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want them to feel that we are playing when we're mm-hmm. performing. Because if that's the case, then it's, it makes it enjoyable for everyone. It makes it enjoyable to see as an audience. You know, it makes it enjoyable for me. It makes it enjoyable for them, you know. And so it's kind of like one of that's that's obviously the goal. Right, right. And people see that. I mean, you know, you yeah. you see you see the dog is enjoying like, what are we going to do next? Or I know what I'm supposed to do, you know, like the right. box, you know, the one you had, you know, come get in the box like i'm not doing it and he falls over you know it's just cute i mean yeah. obviously you, you heard that before you know uh, well, but that's really you. cool though when you do the training so here's heidi oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh, our so uh, she's not the youtube star because she she doesn't hold still long enough <laughs> oh yeah, she good. apollo our other dogs usually mostly in the pictures because heidi is too hyper Usually, yeah. yeah, we take a picture of her, you just see a, a blur going to go. <laughs> yeah. Our mini Aussie will sit there and go, yes, how would you like me to stand? Yes. <laughs> that's like Percy and Milo, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, and that's the personalities. Funny. And that's really cool that you can figure out the personalities. Go, okay, if you're into it, you're into it. Because sometimes yeah. they'll, yeah, it's, it's very cool. They'll let you yeah, know. and that's just yeah, it. I mean, there's... Yeah. There's training and then there's, you know, knowing their personalities and letting them, you know, be the dog that they are, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, like we, like I said, we don't have children yet, but I imagine it's like children. Like you have a kid (laughs) that doesn't like any sports and you're putting them in football, like they're not going to enjoy it. They're not going to be good at it because they're not into it. So why why force it? Why bother? You know, it's not their passion. Absolutely. You got to find their niche, you know. Well, Cool. Well, thank you so much. So uh, we'll make sure again that we'll share your social media links and the link to the show. And um, we really appreciate you coming on the show. This was awesome. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us today on People with Passion for Pets. We're Jim and B. Walker. And we share the adventure of life with our dog Apollo and Heidi. For more adventure videos, check out our YouTube channel, Modern Canine Vlog, or visit our website, www.mcs.dog. And until next time, keep your paws on the road.